Hello and welcome to WITSONET, WITSO's professional business network, where we are having interesting conversations uh, with individuals during this lockdown. Today we have Samantha Simmons. She is the Director of Talent Development at Burberry. Hello, Samantha, and thank you for joining us. Hi. Samantha is also a WITSONET member, and this is why she is talking with us today. So uh, let's start with the first question that I have. Um, what is a Director of Talent Development? Well, uh, so Director of Talent Development means that um, I look after all of the learning uh, for the organization. So um, we have an organization of 10,000 employees globally. Uh, and my team looks after um, all of the uh, leadership development and um, professional skills learning, whether it's digital or face-to-face -face workshops um, across the organization. So really helping um, employees develop in their careers uh, and develop the skills that they need to be successful. Um, thank you very much. I was wondering also, as a fashion retailer, I assume you had to close down all your shops, so how do you adapt to working from home? Is there any work from home still? Yeah, so it's been a hugely challenging time, as you can imagine. 95% um, I think now of stores are closed uh, with some of the Asia stores starting to reopen because obviously they're a little bit further ahead than us. Um, so we've, uh, we've had a little bit of um, I suppose practice or insight into what it's like from our Asia colleagues when China was in lockdown. Um, but now, yes, there's a lots of people within our organization who can't do a lot of their work from home, particularly the retailers and people who work in the stores. So it's been a really, really tricky time trying to find um, what is the productive work that people can still do and how can they still contribute for, because what we know is that this is temporary. So, um, yeah, we all be temporary. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We hope it's temporary and, um, you know, totally out of our control. So, things will start to return. And actually, we've already started to see an uptick in Asia um, as the stores have started to slowly reopen. So, that's a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Um, but it's, it's different. So, people like myself and the talent team can absolutely work from home. Yeah. Um, and we have had to adapt what we do, but we are there to support the organization and think about how people can utilize their time. Um, yeah, so yeah. I, I think one thing that's interesting, so actually some of our manufacturing, mm -hmm. the manufacturing also has to close, yeah. um, but actually people may have seen um, it be announced, but what we've done is repurpose our manufacturing um, facilities to start making protective gear for the NHS and oh, face wow. masks. So those people are actually going back to work to contribute to support the uh, support our, our workers and NHS workers. So that's a really nice way for people to stay engaged and actually do something really worthwhile. This is wonderful adaptation from high fashion into something that is, a, yeah. you know, contributing to the people that are supposed to care for us. Um, Absolutely. So as you mentioned, you as the, the talent development team, you, you can still work from home. So how did you go about basically uh, adapting uh, as well uh, to working 
you know, from home and continuing, you know, with the development of the stuff, because I assume a lot of those who are at home might have a bit more time to develop. Yeah, yeah. So what we found really interesting, so we had to do a, a quick a quick change. It's been, I would say, um, a boot camp in virtual delivery for us. So getting really comfortable with the, the tools that we have. Um, we have, you know, we use Microsoft Teams as an organization, but it's quite new technology. Um, so very quickly, we've had to get comfortable with that. Um, we looked at all our offerings and what we've put together is we've just made everything virtual. Um, but interestingly enough, what we found is because people are using the technology more because they have to, because they're also at home, they're more comfortable with it as well. Yeah. So people are engaging uh, more. Um, and also there's this massive need to feel connected. So actually having the opportunity to get on a call, to talk to other um, colleagues around, often globally, you know, sometimes when it's virtual, it does open up that world for you. Um, and to think and discuss and think about it, things in a, in a different way has been, uh, have, has really resonated with people. So we've had huge uptake for our workshops. Um, we've also started to offer one-to-one -one coaching sessions um, and that type of support from our talent team um, that people can, uh, can, can um, benefit from. So we've had um, huge uh, uptake. All of our sessions have been full. People are really uh, enjoying it. A, because they have a bit of time and space, whereas maybe ordinarily they wouldn't. They wouldn't yeah. prioritise it. Um, but also it's that thing about connection and, and feeling um, that you're doing something productive. Um, and the other side that we've done is we've really engaged. We have a platform called Yammer, which is like an internal, more of a chat, social media, I suppose, internally. Um, and we've posted a lot of kind of curated content. So I don't know about other people, but my inbox, my email inbox has been inundated from all sorts of different people with free webinars and free resources and um, on all sorts of things from working from home and resilience and um, all the sorts of topics that are, that are kind of pertinent at the moment. So we have a digital manager and he's curated that into um, a document based on themes. So we're kind of putting it together for people and we've been sharing a lot of that on the social media so that people can interact and respond and then they can post the things that they find and the, the things that they find useful. So um, we've, it's a two-way conversation. And again, that's another way for people to connect. So those are ways which we've really adapted. Sorry, did you find any specific topics that are more of interest when it comes to the webinars or the courses that people are interested within your organization as opposed to, you know, what your friends and family are showing interest in? I think it's probably not dissimilar. Anything to do with well-being is being snapped up. Yeah. So anything to do with resilience and mindset and coping in difficult times, um, people are really uh, connecting with. Um, the other, the other thing we've really seen is, so on that we've created uh, specific groups. So we have a well-being group, we have a working parents group. Um, where people are really sh sharing their specific experiences yeah. and the things that they're being challenged with. And it's, it's much more, you know, even top tips for school, you know, teaching yeah. your children at home. So all, I think it's a lot more of well-being and life because it's what we're all experiencing. Yeah. Those are the things that people are really, really connecting with. 
Um, our workshops, we also happen to coincide with this time of year is our end of year as well, which is not oh. great. Um, but as an organization, we're in the process, leaders are in the process of looking at end of year reviews and preparing for conversations, which is very tricky. So yeah. we've got a lot of our sessions on feedback and coaching and conversations are very popular because people are freaking out about how do you have a performance conversation when you have no idea what the future looks like. So that's tricky. Yeah, that is, I think that is quite difficult to any organization, no matter big or small, when it comes to doing a review that is not yeah. easy at the best of times, but to do it over a camera, you know, yeah. it is a bit, you know, it can be challenging. Which leads yeah. the next question that I have. Um, from your experience, what would you suggest for organizations to focus on these days to get their you know, teams uh, feeling like they are cared for, like they have a way uh, to develop or to stay within the organization if possible? Um, I think foremost, the most important thing is remembering that you cannot over-communicate um, and state that feeling of connection. So especially from a leader's perspective, more time than ever, people need to hear from their leaders um, in lots of different ways. Um, and it doesn't always have to be formal. So, you know, some of, some of the things we've done is recreate virtually some of the more informal get-togethers that we tend to have in the office. Um, we have something called Fizzy Friday, which is sort of at the end of the week. Um, and we chat about our weekends and we play uh, a bit of a game. And we've now made that virtual. So oh. it's just that, it's that casual connection just as much as the formal yeah um sharing from leaders so it's like communicate um as much as you can and use the channels available to you um would be my number one tip um and the second is open up the two-way communication so providing opportunities for people to contribute and have that conversation whether it is on chat or um you know even as basic as email or whatever functions and platforms that you have available to you where people can just share their thoughts and share the things that they find uh, useful. Um, I think those are the, probably the, the two the two biggest things to, to keep people feeling uh, yeah. part of something and connected. That is that is true. That is very important. Uh, for example, within WITO, this is what we are doing. We have our professional team that we keep talking to one another constantly and also we have our volunteers and our members which we reach out to talk to them because as much as uh, our projects uh, need us, also our members uh, need us here as well. And we make sure that they don't feel lonely or left out from the organization. We make sure they know we care for them as well, which is very important. I think it's really important. And you know, it's, it's probably the one time in history that we're all in this together and everyone's experiencing the same thing. Um, so, you know, this too shall pass, as they say, but, it, you know, to get through that, that real sense of community becomes hugely important. And I think that's lots of the goodness that's coming out of the um, difficult times that we're all experiencing. That is true. Let's hope something good will come out of this. Thank you very much for joining me and thank you for listening to us. And I hope that uh, you took from this conversation and those really useful tips that Samantha gave us. Thank you very much.